General Michael Flynn, a 33-year combat vet, is facing the fight of his life this Friday. Instead of dropping the garbage charges against him, as requested by the Department of Justice and the prosecutors, after the abusive practices of the law enforcement agency and the prosecutors who were on the case previously, after all of that was revealed, the judge in General Flynn's case took the extraordinary step of fighting the dismissal of charges against General Flynn, asked for reinforcements, and suggested that General Flynn should be charged with additional crimes. The big battle will be this Friday when the judge, General Flynn's lawyer, and the prosecutors will each have 15 minutes to present their case to the appellate court. They will have the ability to discuss whether or not General Flynn's motion for a writ of mandamus should be granted, meaning that the higher court will give the relief that General Flynn asked for of dismissing all the charges like the Department of Justice said should be done in this case. You can listen live to the argument on Friday and there are sure to be fireworks. I'm Gail Trotter, host of The Gail Trotter Show. I'm a liberty-loving, tyranny-hating lawyer based in your nation's capital. I want to keep you informed, and I also want to be your advocate. I have three points to share on this hearing for General Flynn with you. The first point is that top leaders at the FBI and in the Obama administration, they set up General Flynn in order to get him fired or prosecuted. Either way, they wanted him out of the Trump administration. They could not believe that Hillary Clinton lost to Donald Trump. They did not want someone as knowledgeable as General Flynn to be able to see what they had been doing and to publicize their misdeeds. They did not want eight years of the feckless Obama administration's foreign policy to be rolled back by a Trump administration. Trump had made clear during the campaign that he vehemently opposed the foreign policy of President Obama and also some aspects of the foreign policy of President George W. Bush. You might not know that General Flynn wrote a book called The Field of Fight, How We Can Win the Global War Against Radical Islam and Its Allies. In thinking about this case, I started thinking about that book, which I read many years ago before General Flynn was caught up in this effort to take him out of the Trump administration. You might remember that the Obama administration was sending pallets of cash to Iran, which is, was a theocratic state that is the world's largest state sponsor of terrorism. Obama at that time referred to ISIS as the JV team, even during the time when they were sweeping through the Middle East and establishing dominance over a territory which they then called their caliphate. Obama golfed as ISIS decapitated American citizens and raped an American aid worker. General Flynn was fired by the Obama administration because of their clash over how to handle these threats from radical Islam. My second point to share with you today is 
What do you do if you're a judge and you know that you're going to lose on the law? That's the case with the judge overseeing the criminal case against General Flynn. He knows that the law is against his position. He knows that the Constitution is against the position that he's holding. So what do you do? You hire outside counsel to make your argument in probably what will be your last public court filing on the Flynn case. I'm going to link down below to this excellent red state piece talking about the play that was in the motion between Judge Sullivan and the Department of Justice asking to dismiss this case against General Flynn and the judge's reaction to this very reasonable request to dismiss the case. Now, General, Judge Sullivan in this case knows that this he's going to lose on the law. So this article by a red state author talks about how in filing this brief by this outside counsel that the judge hired that it's going to be an anti-Flynn manifesto. So this is essentially the judge's last word in this case, probably, and it results in this brief being an anti-Flynn manifesto. Now you have clear precedent, court cases that show clearly how this dismissal should be immediately granted, and you have important constitutional principles at stake here. This is all coming to ahead on Friday for the oral arguments in this case. My third point to share with you today about this hearing that's going to happen on Friday, let's think back a little bit on this case. The Department of Justice wrote the court to dismiss the case against General Flynn. They didn't have to give a reason. That's prosecutorial discretion, whether or not to charge someone and go forward with prosecution. That is how we have the separation of powers in our system of government. But the, the Department of Justice didn't have to give a reason, but they laid out in excruciating detail with voluminous exhibits how General Flynn should never have been a subject of investigation in the first place, how the revival of the investigation against him was bogus and was in bad faith, and how the prosecution of General Flynn violated the principles and the policies of the Department of Justice. The judge in this case didn't accept that. Instead, he asked for partisan legal hacks from the legal left to jump into the case. And he appointed a biased lawyer, John Gleason, to make arguments against General Flynn. You might remember that John Gleason, before he was called out by the judge in this case, he had written an op-ed with other people that was published in the Washington Post talking about why the judge should not dismiss the charges against General Flynn. So obviously he had a position on this before the judge in the case selected him to make arguments about this. Flynn at this point asked the higher court to correct the lower court for its egregious error in not dismissing the case against him quickly. The higher court asked for briefs the Department of Justice submitted a brief to the higher court, and as a show of how important this case is, the Solicitor General, Noel Francisco, signed the brief. Usually he focuses on Supreme Court arguments and not stuff at the appellate level, but it shows how important this is 
for the proper execution of justice that this case be dismissed and that precedent on this case be followed as well. I'm going to link down below to an excellent piece by Sean Davis at The Federalist entitled, In Appellate Brief, DOJ Unloads on the Behavior of Rogue Judge in the Flynn Case. Now, going into the brief that was filed by the Department of Justice and signed by the Solicitor General, Noel Francisco, the brief talks about the absurdity of the judge in this case trying to become the prosecutor and coming up with his own criminal charges against the defendant. Remember these facts. The FBI found no derogatory information against General Flynn from when they opened up the investigation of him in August 2016 through January 2017. They, the FBI, they were going to close the investigation. They even wrote a closing memo talking about how no derogatory information was found. When General Flynn was first prosecuted, he ha had the lawyers who had represented him on other legal matters. But there was a conflict of interest because those other legal matters were subject to investigation as well. So the, his original lawyers that he had had a conflict of interest, and that was not addressed. So you could say that that was ineffective assistance of counsel. Also, the prosecutors in this case withheld exculpatory evidence, meaning evidence that was more helpful to General Flynn showing that he was innocent rather than damning evidence that would show that it was more likely that a defendant is guilty. So it is a responsibility of the law to make sure that that exculpatory evidence is given. And there's also a particular, uh, there's a particular order in this case by the judge in this case requiring the prosecutors to make sure they give all this exculpatory evidence. So it is very important in this brief, I think, to sum it up, a quote from the brief, they say, it is clear and indisputable that the district court has no authority to embark on this course. And that is so true. And now it's up to the appellate court on Friday to decide this case, to decide whether to grant the writ of mandamus throwing out the case against General Flynn. We cannot have laws that apply to Democrats and different laws that apply to Republican administrations. The investigation in the case against General Flynn has been an abuse of power from the moment it was initiated through the resuscitation of the investigation in the Oval Office on January 5, 2017, through the prosecutorial misdeeds and now the rogue actions of the judge in General Flynn's criminal case. Let's hope the three judges hearing this case on Friday quickly or issue the order dismissing the case and letting General Flynn have a measure of peace and justice. Nothing will ever give back to General Flynn what these abusive government officials have taken from him. Never. Now, will the Trump administration or the country be at rest with what has happened to General Flynn. They have had uh, the fact that President Trump was not able to have the person he wanted as the national security advisor because of the attacks on General Flynn by these high-level law enforcement officials. That is why it is so important to understand what happened and to hold those responsible accountable for their actions. Listen live to the argument on Friday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. 
The court, however, is unlikely to render a decision on Friday, but you can get a sense of what the judges are thinking by the questions they ask and the arguments that are directed to them by these three different parties. How do you think the court will rule? In favor of General Flynn and the Department of Justice or in favor of the rogue judge? Thank you so much for joining me today. Subscribe to my show so that you won't miss a daily episode. Hit the bell and comment down below on what you would like me to cover next. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.